Being able to still be teachable, anything that we do is to direct people to God. I am a pastor. It's your heart to serve. It's understanding who Jesus is. A smile is really good at hiding. Firing away here with you guys. Whatever your weakest piece, recently brought this in about it. Yo, yo, yo. Hope you guys are doing well. This is Johnny Sierra, host of Thursday Talk Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're really excited to have you guys joining us. As you guys know, you can listen to us on all audio platforms uh, available, all podcast platforms available. And today we're really excited about our talk with Kayla Tranter. Really excited to hear her story and her testimony. Um, wanted to let you guys know that we did have some uh, difficulties, technical difficulties early on this podcast as we were recording. So um, I'm kind of giving you guys the intro here. But uh, we did get the bread and butter of what we wanted to talk about um, recorded. So really thankful for that. But uh, we really love to hear from you guys. Please follow us on Thursday Talk Podcast on Instagram and also follow us on uh, all audio uh, streaming platforms, all podcast platforms as well on Thursday Talk Podcast. But without further ado, here is our conversation with Pastor PJ Charles and Kayla Tranter time like historically that's crazy wow. and it's like yeah and it continues to sell every year and all this kind of stuff like that so i'm surprised nobody said mariah carey my wife's Mar uh, mariah carey uh, all i want for christmas that's yeah her fame that's her that's, that's her classic. favorite all time yeah. like a new classic. girl can sing and it's funny like it's one of those like you uh, you just say hey google play me christmas music and it's, it's gonna like come up first yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man uh, Renee commented here. She said, uh, Mary, uh, she said, Mary, have you heard, but Mary, did you Ooh, know? Oh yes. Mary, did you know? Now there's a lot of renditions of this one. Uh huh. So, uh -huh. so Renee, let us know which, which one, which one do you, do you like? Because, um, my, one of my favorite groups of all time, the Katina's put out a really good one. Mary, did you know? So, uh, Oh, Holy awesome. Night. I see someone put up here. Where, where at? Oh, Holy Night. Do you see it? Okay, I'm not getting it yet. Oh, yet. Holy Night. Yeah. Oh, Holy Night. Good one. Uh -huh. um, you know another good one that I've been really, I, I really enjoyed? Uh, Drummer Boy by King and Country. Oh. That's awesome. Okay. It just has a great, great feel to it. Yeah. So we did that last year in our Christmas service. And, yes. Uh, I guess just super excited. It's Christmas time. It is, man. A lot here of Christmas go. talk around here. So, yeah. um, but anyways, I want to get right to um, just our segment, our Thursday word segment. And, um, and like you said, Pastor PJ, we were, um, you explained it very well on this, this whole season of rhythms mm -hmm. and just really um, just pausing and really uh, it's been a, uh, just kind of a, a season of pivoting right? And, or, or maybe evaluating, mm -hmm. evaluating, evaluating what, you're, great word. what you're doing, mm -hmm. uh, where am I at? And if needed making the moves that you need to make. Right. And, and that's the season that we've been in. And I think it speaks to everybody when it comes to um, just different rhythms and patterns of our life. Right. And this really stemmed out from our uh, study on the ruthless elimination of hurry. That we did like a year and a half ago. Big time. Right? Big time. Mm -hmm. It's crazy with us. Um, and if you, you know, are a part of a, a staff, uh, church staff, or just any uh, team whatsoever, mm -hmm. how some of the things that you'll do years, you know, back. Right. Begin to just, it's, it's like we needed to up. marinate in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now we can speak life it comes up it. and then you can move into it. Yeah. Crazy, in a healthy way. Man. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I've, I've never seen it come alive like that. Yeah. That 
till now. Like it's right, like, yeah. wow, we literally read this a year mm-hmm. ago, year and a half ago, and we're 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 talking about it now. I think the funny part about it was that as a staff, we needed it and we were ready for it mm. for us. Yeah, a year and a half ago. And that's something else we were talking about this morning about like consistency and Bible reading and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you read it. And when you're on a team, you're always thinking about, oh, how do I teach this? Yeah. How do I present this? But we very rarely look at how we internalize certain things. And yeah. so we did the exact opposite there. We took this book and, you know, Pastor Tim, the leader that he is, felt like it was important for all of us, yep. and, you know, on his team to understand, you know, the importance of rest and priorities and different things like that. Yep. And then a year and a half come, later comes and we realize post-pandemic, coming back out yeah just that internal chaos and turmoil in the home and in people's lives people needed to just yeah settle settle their spirits and find peace and then yeah. and here we go and, and then here we go and we open up this this, this series and it's just yeah. overwhelming yeah. you know and yeah. i want to encourage you guys that if you uh you, you want to be in a place that um your leaders are um living the living out what they're teaching yes first you know, and that's huge. It's important. It's mm-hmm. important. Um, week to week, there's a lot of topics to be discussed, but you want to make sure that your leaders are really leading by example and leading and, 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 and being vulnerable and being transparent about some of the things in their life that they're going through, you know, because we're all human at the end of the day. And we were very, um, we were very open to, to our struggles, right? you know, in, in this season, you know, in the in, in, in slowing our pace down you and i you know are very similar in in the sense yeah. that we we hit the start button but we don't hit the stop button yes you yes. know um, uh-huh. we hit the pause button there really is <laughs> there's no, no stop, stop. <laughs> i broke it <laughs> i ripped that off for real yeah. man and so uh uh-huh. you do want to be in a place you know um that you're just your leaders are living it out they're living it along out alongside of you um, and, and they're just, they're, they're, they're being able to live this, uh, in a way that it's, it's, it's something that encourages you, uh, in the future. And this is for leaders too, I think yes, a lot of times, time. because you know, you'll, you'll have a leader that will, that will get something and that will take it and they'll be like, oh, this is just for me. Yeah. But then that fear of displaying vulnerability, mm. you know, with, you know, who they're yeah. leading, yeah. you know, they'll kind of hold back and they'll keep it for themselves yeah. when this is the stuff that you need to, to share, you yeah. know, and, yeah. um, you know, servant leadership is is the term that comes to mind when you think about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, see me here. Know I'm in the trenches with you, spiritually, emotionally. You know, mental health wise, like all of these things. Yeah. None of us are above each other when it comes to those frames of thought and those you know and those disciplines. And yeah. So we can always learn from each other and and be willing if we're willing to be transparent enough. Yeah, big to, time. To share uh, that stuff. And so. Vulnerability mm-hmm. connects us all together. Yes. And 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 so any leader that mm-hmm. says otherwise, yeah. I don't know how strong of a following he really has or right. she really has. Right. Vulnerability right. connects us together mm-hmm. and it keeps us glued together because right. there's a commonality there. Yes. There's a common ground. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, we're, we're all sinners. We've all failed. 
we've made mistakes. We're walking through this together. That's right. I'm not above you. I'm not below you. We're right there with you. Mm -hmm. And so with that said, you know, we, uh, Pastor PJ was going to uh, bring in Kayla for Unscripted. Unscripted Unscripted is uh, a pre-show that we run in Genesis, uh, or you can find us at genesischurchorlando.com. We run our services at 10 and 11.30, but uh, every 10 minutes before prior to each service, Pastor PJ was running Unscripted, and he would just do interviews uh, with different people and just mm-hmm. talking through some of their journey, uh, testimonies and things like that. And so um, he was like, Hey man, let's, I want to bring in Kayla this week. And yeah. so I was like, you know what, why don't we transition it and bring her over to, to Thursday talk and really yeah. uh, just share her testimony, ask her some questions and, and bring her along for the ride, and she's doing fantastic. That's right, so far, so far. <laughs> but we put her under fire a yeah, little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, um, this is good. You know, it's funny because we, you know, this, we were talking about First yeah. Timothy yeah. this week, you know, in, in another book that we're reading. And, you know, it's so important to look at um, potential for disciples, right? And, um I think I always, maybe it's just my history in youth ministry, you know, I'm always looking for, um, and I'm going to date myself or age myself a little bit, but I'm always looking for the next generation. Mm. Who are those leaders going to be? Gotcha. Who who are the people that are going to have the right type of influence um, and the right idea Mm. and the passion that's going to help this church move into, you know, the next level and yeah. the next year and, 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 and moving into the next millennia or however you want to look at it, moving into the future. How, yeah. do, how does the church move into the future with um, the original foundations of mm-hmm. church and the right idea of ministry and scripture and, and moving that forward? And so Kayla and I met um, a few months ago and really just getting to know her better, um, seeing her passion in youth ministry, even though I've stepped out of it, and then just more and more conversations that we've been having. And I just look at her and I just go, man, yeah. you know, again, dating myself and not to call you a child or anything like that, but someone so young that's got it. Yeah. That has the right discernment when it comes to scripture, that's looking at the world through an appropriate biblical lens. And I was just so impressed. And I'm mm. like, we got to get yeah. this girl, like yeah. we got to get her vocal. Yeah. We got to yeah. celebrate how God's working in her life. That exactly. was the most important about, exactly. part about it, yeah. is to celebrate how God's working in her life. And that's why we have you here. And that's why I was so excited to have her come and then do yeah. this on this platform. Exactly. It's just exactly. as cool as doing it on scripted. So we, uh, yeah. let's, let's go right in. Let's dive um, in. Yeah. First question for you, Kayla, is just how has this rhythm of life series really impacted your life since we've began this in March? Was it? Mm-hmm. No, 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 sorry, no, no. September. Whole summer, September, September, September. Yeah, September sorry. Um, yeah, it's definitely helped me look back, like take a step back and like see like what rhythms I really do have mm-hmm. because I've never really like looked at my rhythms because, um, something that I think Chad said was, um, I've, I, I've done this before, but do I do it? And I'm like, yo, I need to do that too. Like yeah. I need to look at what I've done and be like, is this something that I do consistently? And I really had to like put them into practice and I'm still practicing and still learning like Sabbath I've never done before, mm-hmm. but I've tried it and it, it is really hard, but, um, learning to stop and slow down has been something for me that is, um, 
Yeah, it's been hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been difficult. You, we're right there with you. Yeah. But um, yeah. I love learning about um, how you have to be intentional with it. Yeah. And, like, Jesus was a perfect example on each of them. He wouldn't ask us to do something that um, he hasn't already done. Mm. So mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely good. helped me a lot. That's yeah. great. That's great. Yeah. That Sabbath one was a challenge for a lot of us. I think the coolest part Everybody. about the Sabbath part is when we were back doing the Ruthless, like a year and a half ago, what resonated with me was the idea that you have to work for your Sabbath. Mm. Meaning you start your week knowing that this day I'm going to want to rest. And so you set your schedule, you set your priorities, your, your to-do lists, everything works within the other days. So you work to make sure that on that day, everything's done. Mm. So it's a good way to preface the Sabbath is saying, okay, this Saturday's going to be my day. And this is what I got to do on Monday. And this is what I got to do on Wednesday. This is what I do. And if it's going to be crunch day on Friday, then let it be crunch day because it's going to all get done. So that Saturday I can step into that yeah. space, yeah. into that time with a clear head, open heart, open mind, ready yeah. to receive what God wants to give with me in that, in that time of rest. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, second question for you, Kayla, is uh, just kind of which rhythm is the greatest challenge for you? I know you mentioned the Sabbath one. Is there is there another one that's been kind of a challenge for you through this season and, and kind of why? Why is it? Solitude for me. <laughs> um, another thing, I think it was Chad or Tim. I don't know who said it, but they said um, we distract ourselves into spiritual oblivion. Mm. And I was like, yeah, like distraction Whoa. is like my outlet. Like I go to social media, I go to mm. food, I go to Netflix, anything to just keep my mind numb Mm. I do that a lot and so it's been hard to like be quiet for me and like to be still and like it's easy to like it's not easy but like it's easier to turn off like the off button on external like sound but then when it comes to internal sound that's why I use the external sound so it's hard to Mm. like get that to stop Mm. um so that's been a really difficult one for me and just like slowing down I feel like when I was practicing Sabbath the first time I made like a list of things to do to like be calm and like slow down and I was trying to rush my Sabbath Mm. and it was so difficult but like it is a learning thing and like you got to practice it yeah yeah that's good wow what what kind of ways if I could bounce off of that what kind of ways are you working towards finding that internal shut off um just resting in God like Mm reading the word, going outside, like looking at nature, because when you look at nature, like God has that there for a reason. Like it can like resemble his beauty so much. So yeah, I've been, I've been really wanting to um, just get myself out into like some trails and just start, just ride my bike and just kind of clear my mind. I'm trying to get into that routine now, you know, on Fridays when we're off, you know, just kind of early morning, just kind of do something like that and being intentional about that purposeful. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think Sabbath in, in general is, is a state of just kind of a state of, of mind and right. just really getting your, yourself, you know, locked in mentally, you know, of course, physically you want to create a space that you're not doing a lot of labor, but at right. the same time, you know, I think at least for me, it's a lot of mental, just getting into a space that's like, I think, so. I think we need to like clarify though. There's a difference between like labor and you know productivity right yeah, and yeah. so i don't think god wants us in the work mode of pr- producing work 
But I know I read, um, I think it was, Tim keeps going back to this book by um, Wayne Cordero. Um, Good to go. Pastor out of California. Was it, now it was no, no, Necessary no, no, Endings. Endings, yeah, there you go. Right? And I know that he talks, he spoke about a pastor who would spend his Sabbath doing nothing but sitting on a tractor and riding around his property, he's on a ranch, and riding around the property mending his fence. Mm. And so he'd had worship music playing, and he's in this solitude, and he's in this internal, you know, rest, and this internal space by doing sort of a, like, mind-numbing wow. work. It didn't require a lot of, you That's know, good. brain power. It's just fixing barbed wire or type, you know, nailing something down. So That's I like, wow. I know like when I'm painting in the house or, you know, or doing an activity like that, um, I've got music playing. Yeah. I'm not thinking about work or anything like that. And it just allows for that space for, you know, listening to God, reflecting on scripture, yeah, you good. know, something like that. Yeah. I will say, you I know, mean, cutting grass sometimes for, folks. for myself, you know, just got yeah. worship music podcast going on and yeah. just, you know, you're doing stuff, but you're not, it's not like, taxing you you know right, you're right, not right. at a place that it's just ex- just exposing so much energy out of you right you know? yeah so that's good man that's really good pj i like that um because sometimes i feel like um the misconception is the other way around yeah. i just got you know what is sabbath Fair. i gotta lay in bed and just look at this, <laughs> you know look at the top of my you know right ceiling and mm-hmm. just kind of you know do nothing and so i think i i think that's yeah. really good too for anyone that's listening is it's just Finding that place that is, you're not expending. But you have to be realistic yeah, about what you're true. doing. Yeah. You know, like yeah, don't true. cheat because God knows your heart. You know that's what I mean? True. So that is true. Don't cheat at it. But if if it requires a little bit, you know, of something that's great, different. You know, model it to suit who you are as a yeah. person. Yeah, you know? that's really good, man. Yeah. Um, question number three for you, Kayla, and I'm popping it up here. Just kind of tell us what you enjoy most about leading the middle school ministry that we're in. It's called Middle School Mingle, and they get together on Sundays at 10, at 10 in the morning. 10 in the morning. And uh, it's just a ministry. Obviously, we know middle school is just a transitionary phase and age where a lot of young people are just age. finding themselves and really kind of cement, uh, you know, finding their identity in, uh-huh. in, in life. And so uh, you're a part of that. You've been able to lead that and help these young people. What's been, you know, how has that been for you? What's been fulfilling for you? And how has God challenged you and all that? I love like listening to the students, like when they open up to us, because yeah. like you don't know if they open up to anybody else about that. Wow. And so I feel like I'm there to like help them like in with the perspective, because I've had that growing up, like especially in middle school, I always had like somebody there who could help me. And I'm glad I'm happy that I'm able to be that for somebody else. And I love seeing their face when they get it too. Like when they understand like what we're saying to them. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. I've got a gem. So this is what actually had me seek Kayla out. What I'm about to, the story I'm about to share right now. So my middle son Jackson was going through some stuff for a while. And my wife and I are racking our brains and we're praying with him. We're praying for him showing him scripture, you know, showing him different things. And one Sunday he hops in the car, we're driving home and he's like, Oh man, dad, I love this new leader. That's in middle school mingle, you know? And I'm like, Oh, and he's like, this girl Kayla. And I was like, well, what happened? And she said, she said something to me that was just so amazing. Dad. And I'm like, well, what did she say? What did she say? I'm so pumped. Right. Ready to hear it. And he goes, she said, 
and I'm quoting you like verbatim right now. So you're not going to remember this because it never left my mind. She said, he goes, she said, you don't, you might not have control over what pops into your mind, but you have control over how long you let it stay there. Mm. And that changed this boy's life because he was struggling. He was struggling with temptation. He was struggling with thoughts and he was struggling with all of these things. And you just simplified it because I think his greatest thing was, why am I thinking about this? I'm like, well, it's going to come in, but you have control over how long it stays there and you can push it back out and you can pray through it and you can do all of those things. And so grateful to her for for doing that. I'm pretty sure I said it the same way, (laughs) but what's, what's so important about youth ministry is kids need to hear sometimes the same thing from somebody else. That's true. You know, for it to resonate and the way you spoke it to him, it was just, it was just massive. And wow. So, so That's grateful. awesome. I thanked her like ridiculously for that. But, <laughs> but yeah. Do you remember so, saying that? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. something that people have said to me and I'm like, yeah. I need to say this to others. It's like yeah. sharing is so important because like you don't want to just hold it on for yourself. Somebody else needs it too. Yeah. That's powerful. Good That's stuff. powerful. Good stuff. That's awesome. You're letting God use you. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and it's great to see that at, at, the age you're in, you know, because that's the maturity. God's right. going to develop that in you in such a tremendous way. Platform's going to grow. God's just going to do a lot of great things. So it starts here for you, Kayla. Yeah. But I, I don't know where it ends. I don't know. God no. has great things. God knows. <laughs> I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> still waiting for God to tell me. <laughs> um, our, our last question for you, Kayla, today. Why, why do you feel... Um, why do you feel God is calling you towards ministry life? Why do you feel pressed towards that? Like what's, what's, what's kind of been leading you there? And, and why do you feel like that's, that's something that God's calling you into? So growing up, like I never really knew what I wanted to do. I feel like some people like had an idea, like nobody ever really knows what they want to do. Yeah. But like once I got to high school, I was like, well, maybe I could be a lawyer or a vet or like just thinking of ideas, but nothing really stuck with me. And then I became a senior and then I graduated and I didn't want to go to school. So I took a gap year and then COVID hit. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to go to school online. And so I was like, during the pandemic is where God really spoke into my heart. And it's where I kind of discovered my passion for ministry. It was always there, like a seed planted in me. But, like, it was just rooting throughout time. And, like, it started to really grow. I started to see, like, the sprout in um, the pandemic with, like, a group of friends that I had. We would talk, and, like, I just felt God speak through me. And I'm like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And so that's, like, where it started. And God's just taken it from there. Wow. That's powerful. Um, That's how it begins. Uh Uh-huh. You feel that tug in your heart. Fire, yeah. yeah and, and God just moves with that. Um, but no, but you got to keep going because you got to tell them stuff that you told me, right? Because there, there's. She's holding back a little bit. She's holding back yeah. a little bit, right? <laughs> now, you, you. There's ministry that you're interested in, but you have a specific target in mind. Like your heart is burning for a particular demographic. And I want you to share more for about youth? that. Yeah. Yeah. So, particularly, for, keep going. <laughs> For youth and uh, also for like juveniles as well. Wow. I have a heart for them. Um, but like the middle and high school students, specifically like high school, like both are very important. But like high school is where I went through a lot and God got me through a lot. And I just 
I have a lot of experience in pain there. Mm. And God really shined through that. Like he was the light in the darkness during that time. And I want to share that for others. Like I didn't go through all that pain for nothing. And I know that he's going to use my pain, my pain as a platform. That's right. That's right. And so I'm just right now, life is kind of weird because I'm working at a bowling alley. Don't really know what's going on Mm -hmm. with life. Like, but I'm trusting him because if he gave me the details, I would try to do it myself. Yeah. And me and him both know that. And I would fail. So I'm giving it to him so that he can lift me up in his time. Yeah. And that's just where it's at right now. Yeah. One day at a time. Yeah. You know, keep always, don't ever neglect yourself and what God, you know, and, and the healing, the process he's trying to take you, everything. And, and even when you get to the place he's wanting you to be at, it's always going to be an internal work in your life that God needs to always do. And so that people think they get it to the ministry and, you know, you're good. Like right. God's just said, all right, no more work in you. You've completed your task. I think that, they, you know, there's even more work yeah. that God shines in your life, you know, because you just feel like, how am I doing what I'm doing or get to do what I'm doing? Yeah. You know, and I, you know, have these certain struggles and I'm going through these things and it's like, man, you know, and so, um, you know, me, myself being early on into this, it's, it's definitely been that, that type of, uh, road, you know, and, and just feeling, uh, feeling like you're enough. God's created you Mm -hmm. to be enough for this. And, but now the work continues now even more for this season in your life like there is a lot more to be done and so God's shining that even in my life but Kayla you know I want to tell you you know you're in a great path right now Uh, God gave me that fire at 15 years old Mm -hmm. and I didn't lose it and so um, it's definitely a fire you feel it yeah I don't that's the only way to explain it and like he he like for example like this is part of my testimony is um, during my darkest time um, in 2016, I was going through a lot and I was very suicidal and just dealing with a lot of like really deep pain. Mm-hmm. And I was tw- like 40 minutes away from my hometown. We moved out to like Vieira and I was just sitting in my room every single day, just in the dark, like watching Netflix, numbing myself with addiction and just pain, uh, like the deepest pain I've ever felt in my life. And like I remember sitting in my bed with the lights off and the song um, Praise You in the Storm by Casting Crowns was playing and I w- my pillowcase was like soaked with tears. I didn't know what to do, but then God just gave me that little like light of peace, like a mustard seed sort of, mm-hmm. but like a light. And it just continued to grow over time. I held onto that light and I just kept pushing forward and now I'm still where I'm at. And it's always been up and down. Like it wasn't just straight up and I'm still up like it's a roller coaster. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you do to keep yourself? You found that mustard seed, right? What did you do to keep growing that? Like, what did you like? What things did you have to do in your life to adjust? And all right, now I now instead of being in the dark on that Nef- watching Netflix all day and whatever you were dealing with, like, what adjustments did you make to start getting out of that that um, pit in your life? It definitely took time. It wasn't just a yeah. straight up like one time thing. Mm-hmm. It was up and down throughout high school because this was during my sophomore year Mm. and then we actually moved back to Orlando and things changed in my life and um I was still like up and down I was a lukewarm Christian like things were just kind of like up and down and I still went through a lot and then um my junior year I started to go to church more I started reading the word and praying and then 
um, once the pandemic hit, that's when it really started to grow more and more. Like mm. it was growing a little bit, but it was like a lot of growth. Like once the pandemic hit, because like I was depending on church for God and that was the only place I would go. And then when church closed down, I was like, oh, I miss church. I miss church, but I was actually missing God. So then wow. I started to read the word and I was like, okay, this is what I've been missing more. Like I've been missing God throughout the week and throughout every day. So wow, wow. Yeah, I had to abide in him daily. Yeah, that's awesome. I think what's the most important thing that she said in that whole piece is the time that it takes. Yeah. You know, it's it circles <clears throat> back to what we're talking about with these rhythms and these patterns when you, you know, we have so many young folks, we have married folks, we have people of all ages going through the same thing and that's um, lack of patience mm. and lack of perseverance, you know, and both are spiritual gifts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they mm -hmm. really, really are, you know. Um, we think that we can persevere on our own and we really don't realize that God will give us the strength even if it's just a very, very little bit you lay hold of that and you, you claim it as your own. And then together with God, you build on that. And then in the patience is, is trust involved in that, you know, and believing that God's going to carry you through those storms and believing that he's got a greater plan in place than where you are at present. Wow. You know, and I, and I feel like, you know, there's all these adages and all of these pictures that you see when, when it shows that people are just so close. Like the one I'm thinking about is, um, the guy digging the hole, digging the tunnel, mm. you know, and he's so short. He's so close to reaching the treasure or the goal or whatever it is. And then he gets tired and he turns back and he was just about two feet away from it, like three more shovels and he would have been there, you wow. know, but yeah. after digging for so long, just gave up, Yeah, you yeah. know, and turned around and just felt defeated. And, and I think God is asking us to just hold on, yeah. push through keep going, you know, press on is, is my, is my favorite, like two words in the Bible, press on, you know, cause it's just, it's not easy. It's not easy. But on the other side, um, every story, every, every success is going to uniquely equip you to help someone else. I agree. I agree. You know? And this is, you know, Kayla, this is helping somebody. Yeah. Some young person has to hear this mm -hmm. in their life because right now there's middle school people that are dealing with stuff that I yeah. cannot, I can't believe they are dealing with mm -hmm. some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't deal with some of those things growing up. I never heard of those, yeah. you know, these issues, but they're creeping up. They're creeping up at early ages, um, sooner than what we think. Right. And, and so to hear them, you know, you speak this, I, I, I really pray that it brings some, some context in life for them, uh, to really turn things around. And for this season that you're yeah, in, yeah. you're right where you ought to be because there's so many kids in middle school right now that need your voice. Yeah. My son being one of them. So, yeah. You know. Thank you. Thank you for mm -hmm. being obedient to God. Yeah. Thank you for walking the process. Mm -hmm. You know, even if it feels slow, mm -hmm. it's making an impact in, in a lot of people's lives and you're making a difference in the, their lives on Sunday. So I, we want you to know that. Thank so, you. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, keep doing that. Keep just being obedient to what God has for you. But I, Kayla, thank you for being on with us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's such fun. a pleasure to have you. I was really excited for this because I just, uh, yeah, anytime we can get uh, just some testimonies and some really um, just stuff is what's happening within our in, in community uh, and our people, I'm, I'm all stoked about it. So 
But uh, yeah, that uh, we're we're close to wrapping up here. We'll uh, finish off with some prayer. But you know, guys, again, you can find um, if you can't join us live on um, YouTube and Facebook, you can always go to Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Play, and uh, hear it out and just kind of have it in audio. Yeah, it's all over the place. All over the place. Hard man. to miss. So, uh, <laughs> really, uh, yeah. Any last questions? Any last uh, thoughts? Comments? No. No. I'm just excited. I'm excited. Kale's with us yeah. and excited for all the things that she's going to do. And yeah, I'm glad we had an opportunity to let her share her story. Today. That's right. That's stuff. right. Yeah. That's right. Pastor BJ, you want to lead us in prayer? Uh, sure. Close out? Sure. Sure. Appreciate sure. You. Let's do that. Um, God, as always, we need to come um, before you first um, with the spirit of gratitude, Lord. We just thank you uh, so much for, um, for how you work in our lives, Lord. I mean, I know there's, many who just don't feel it um, and, and they're sitting at this present time and, and, and they're thinking, what, 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 what is God doing? And I think in moments like that, God, what we need to do is to be honest with ourselves and look at what you've already done. Um, and it's those healthy reminders, Lord, that do help us to persevere, that do help us to push through. Um, when we don't feel you, we know that you're there because of what you have done, Lord. And ages and ages and ages ago, um, your promises have stood firm. Your, your, your prophecies have come true. Um, everything that you have said you will do, you have done. And so we don't need to uh, sit in fear. We don't need to struggle with doubt, Lord, because you are unwavering. You are who you've always been and who you will continue to be, Lord. And that is enough, whether we recognize that or not, Lord. But we thank you for today, uh, just for the time that we've had uh, to gather together to celebrate um, you, you in our lives, you in our midst, you working behind the scenes, um, you paving the way, um, you working in our hearts to pull us and draw us closer to you, Lord. Um, our prayer for each of us in this room, some of us seasoned veterans in ministry and, and while Kayla here, just beginning, Lord. And we just pray that we would continue to honor uh, the sincerity of our hearts as we try to align ourselves with your will, Lord, that we would be reckless in pursuing you, uh, that we would not question where you have us, but we would find ourselves questioning what do we do in this space rather than why are we in this space, Lord. May you continue to strengthen us with the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, may your love continue to spur us onwards. Um, may your word continue to allow us to give a discerning eye to the things of this world and that we may be catalyst to a change in the lives of others those who know you and those who have yet to know you lord we thank you for seeking us out and for um calling us to this purpose uh may we do justice uh, by you in you and through you lord we thank you we love you and we pray this all in jesus name amen Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys again for tuning in. Uh, we hope to see you guys next week on Thursday at 12 o'clock. God bless you. Grace and peace. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.